9.6 Power Distribution In order to maintain safety, the rules in this selection apply at all times while the event, not just while the robot, is on the field for matches. R601 Battery Limit Everyone has the same power. The only legal source of electronic energy for the robot during competition, the robot battery, must be one and only one non-splittable sealed lead acid SLA battery with the following specifications. A. Nominal voltage 12 volts. B. Nominal capacity at 20 hour discharge rate. Minimum 17 AH. Maximum 18.2 AH. C. Shape rectangular. D. Nominal dimensions. 7.1 inches by 3 inches by 6.6 .6 inches, plus or minus 0.1 for each dimension. E, normal weight, 11 pounds to 14.5 pounds. F, terminal nut and bolt style. Examples of batteries which meet these criteria include Enerces, MK battery, Battery Mart, Sigma, Universal Battery, Power Patrol, Wrecker Battery, Power Sonic, USA, Panasonic, Interstate Batteries, Duracell Ultra Battery. Teams should be aware that they may be asked to provide documentation of the specification for any battery not listed above. Batteries should be charged in accordance with the manufacturer's specifications. See the first safety manual for additional information. R602. Other batteries for cameras and for computers only. COTS USB battery packs with a capability of 100 WH or less and 5 volts, 2.5 amp max output per port for batteries integral to a part of a COTS computing device or self-contained camera, e.g. laptop batteries, GoPro-style camera, etc., may be used to power COTS computing devices and any peripheral COTS input or output device connected to the COTS computing device provided they are Securely fashioned to the robot, connected only using unmodified COTS cables, and charged according to the manufacturer recommendations. A COTS computing device is a non-RoboRio device used to process or collect sensor information, e.g. a smart flashlight is not a COTS computing device. R603. Change batteries with safe connectors. Any battery charger used to charge a robot battery must have the corresponding Anderson SB connector installed. R604. Charge batteries at a safe rate. Any battery charger used to charge a robot battery may not be used such that it exceeds 6 amp peak charge current. R605. Batteries are not ballast. 
No batteries other than those allowed per R601 and R602 are allowed on the robot, whether or not they are being used to supply power. For example, teams may not use additional batteries as extra weight on their robot. R606, secure the battery. The robot battery must be secured such that it will not dislodge during vigorous robot interaction, including if the robot is turned over or placed in any arbitrary orientation. R607, insulate battery connectors. Each team terminal on the robot battery, main breaker, and their connections, lugged, stripped, wires, ends, etc., to the wire must be fully insulated at all times. R608, limit non-battery energy. Non-electrical sources of energy used by the robot, i.e. stored at the start of a match, shall come from only the following sources. Compressed air stored in pneumatic system that have been charged in compliance with R806 and R807. A charge in altitude of the robot center gravity. Storage achieved by deformation of robot parts. Closed loop CTOS pneumatic gas shocks. Or air filled pneumatic wheels. R609. Connect main power safely. The one robot battery, a single pair of Anderson Power Products, or APP, two pull SB type connectors, the one main 120 amp surface mount circuit breaker, and the one power distribution device shall be connected with six. AWG copper wires or larger with no additional devices or modifications, with the exception of monitoring circuitry permitted by R625, as shown in Figure 910. SB type refers to the SB type only, not SBS or any other part type beginning with SB. All batteries supplied by FIRST, such as spare parts and international batteries, will have a red or pink SB50 connector installed, which may not be removed. The pink connectors included in the charged-up K of parts mate with the red SB50 connector. R610. One breaker per circuit. All circuits, with the exception of those listed in R615 and R617, must connect to and have power sourced solely by a single protected 12VDC WAGO bat connector pair, i.e. the load-in terminals as shown in figure 910. Of the PDP PDH, not the MC cap screws. R611. The robot frame is not a wire. All wiring and electrical devices should be electronically insulated from the robot frame. The robot frame must not be used to carry electronic current. Compliance with this rule is checked by observing a greater than 120 resistance, either the positive or negative post 
within the APP connector that is attached to the PDP, PDH, and any point on the robot. All Leaguer motor connectors with metal cases are electronically insulated. They may be mounted directly to robot frame components. Note that some cameras, direct decorative lights, and sensors, e.g. some encoders, some IR sensors, etc., have grounded enclosures and are manufactured with conductive plastics. These devices may must be electronic electronically insulated from the robot frame to ensure compliance with this rule. 612. Must be able to turn the robot on and off safely. The 120A circuit breaker must be quickly and safely accessible from the exterior of the robot. This is the only 120A circuit breaker allowed on the robot. Examples considered not quickly and safely accessible include breakers converted by an access panel or door or mounted on underneath or immediately adjacent to moving components. It is strongly recommended that the 120A circuit breaker located be clearly and obviously labeled so that it can be easily found by field staff during a match. R613. Electrical system must be inspectable. The PDP slash PDH associated wiring and all circuit breakers must be visible for inspection. Visible for inspection does not require that the items be visible when the robot is in starting configuration, provided the team can make the items viewable during the inspection process. R614. No high voltage allowed. Any active electrical item that is not an actuator specified in R501 or for control system item specified in R710 is considered a custom circuit. Custom circuits shall not produce voltages exceeding 24 volts. R615. Robo Rio as specified. The RoboRio power input must be connected to either A, the dedicated supply terminal on the PDP shown in figure 911, or B, the terminals of one of the non-switchable fused channels on the PDH with a 10A fuse installed in the associated fuse holder. No other electrical load shall be connected to that channel. R616. Power radio as specified, part 1. The wireless bridge radio power must be supplied by either A. A 12-volt 2A output of a CTR electronics voltage regulator module, RVM, as shown in figure 9-13, and must be the only load connected to those terminals, or B, using an Ethernet cable between a Rev Radio Power Module, RPM, and the 1824 volt PoE Ethernet power on the wireless bridge. Note that this prohibits using any other device, PoE injector device, to power the 
radio, but does not prohibit using any passive conductors to inject the VRM power into an Ethernet cable plugged into the radio port labeled 1824V PoE. R617, radio powered as specified, part 2. The device supplying power to the wireless bridge per R616 must be connected to either A, the designed supply terminal at the end of the PDP as shown in figure 9-14 with the exception of a single CTR electronics pneumatic control module or REV robotics pneumatic hub. No other electrical load shall be connected to these PDP terminals. B, the terminals of one of the non-switchable fuse channels on the PDH with a 10A fuse installed in the associated fuse holder. No other electrical load shall be connected to that channel. Please reference how to wire an FRC robot for wireless bridge wiring information. R618. Use PDP slash PDH terminals as designed. Only one wire shall be connected to each terminal on the PDP slash PDH. If multi-point distribution of circuit power is needed, e.g. to provide power to multiple PCMs or VRMs from one point A circuit, then all incoming wires may be appropriately spaced into the main lead, e.g. using an insulated terminal block, splice, or soldering wire splice and the main lead inserted into the terminal to power the circuit. R619. Only use specified circuit breakers in PDP slash PDH. The only circuit breakers permitted for use in the PDP slash PDH are A snap action VB3-A series or AT2-A terminal style F. 57, 40A rating or lower. B, snap action MX5-A or MX5-L series, 40A rating or lower, and C, Rev Robotics ATO auto resetting breakers, 40A rating or lower. R620, only use specified fuses in PDP slash PDH. The only fuses permitted for use in the PDP slash PDH are mini automotive blade fuses. ATM style with the following values. A. For the PDP, values matching the value printed on the device's corresponding fuse holder. And B. For the PDH, 15A or lower with the exception of a single 20A fuse for powering a PCM or PH. Note that these fuses must be pressed very firmly to seat properly. Improper seating can cause a device to reboot upon impact. R621. Protect circuits with appropriate circuit breakers. Each circuit must be protected by one and only one circuit breaker or fuse on the PDP slash PDH per table 9.3. No other electrical load can be connected to the breaker or fuse supplying this circuit. 
This rule does not prohibit the use of similar smaller value breakers in the PDP slash PDH or any fuses or breakers within custom circuits for additional protection. R622. Use appropriately sized wire. All circuits shall be wired with appropriately sized insulated copper wire. Signal level cables don't have to be copper. Wires that are recommended by the device manufacturer or originally attached to legal devices are considered to be part of the device and by default legal. Such wires are exempt from this rule. In order to show compliance with these rules, teams should use wire with clearly labeled sizes if possible. If unlabeled wire is used, teams should be prepared to demonstrate that the wire used meets the requirements of this rule, e.g. wire samples and evidence that they are the required size. R623. Use only appropriate connectors. Branch circuits may include intermediate elements such as CTOS connectors, splices, CTOS flexible slash rolling slash sliding contacts, and CTOS slip rings, as long as the entire electrical pathway is via appropriately gauged slash rated elements. Slip rings containing mercury are prohibited per R203. R624. Use specified wire colors, mostly. All non-signal level wiring with a constant plurality, i.e. except for outputs of relay modules, motor controllers, or sensors, shall be color-coded along their entire length from the manufacturer as follows. A. Red, yellow, white, brown, or black with stripe on the positive connections. B. Black or blue for the common or negative side of the connections. Exceptions to this rule include C. Wires that are originally attached to legal devices and any extensions to these wires using the same color as the manufacturer. D. Ethernet cables used in POE cables. R625. Don't modify critical power pumps. Custom circuits shall not directly alter the power pathways between the robot battery, PDP slash PDH, motor controllers, relays per R503B, motors and actuators per R10501, pneumatic solenoid valves or other elements of the robot control system. Items explicitly mentioned in R701, custom high impliance voltage monitoring or low impedance circuit monitoring circuitry connected to the robot's electrical system is acceptable if the effect on the robot outputs is inconsequential. A noise filter may be wired across motor leads or PWM leads. Such filters will not be considered custom circuits and violate neither this rule nor R717. Acceptable signal filters must be fully insulated and must be one of the following. A microfragment or non-polarized capacitor may be applied across the power leads of 
any motor on your robot as close to the actual motor leads as reasonably possible, or a resistor may be used as a shunt load for the PWM control signal feeding a server.